Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to J&J Radio. We are recording as the game is still going on. We're in the middle of a barn burner. I'm Jonathan Multiple Harper. Multiple games going on. Multiple <laughs> games. Multiple games. It's exactly. Playoffs, baby. It's the playoffs. We got wall-to-wall basketball basically from 4 p.m. here on the West Coast until we go to sleep at night at about 11. Uh, the first round is chaos. Again, this is Jonathan Harper along with Jason Gibbons. You're listening to J&J Radio at the point of this recording. Uh, the scores are Minnesota. Well, actually, Minnesota's out. They're home. So the Miami Heat are up five in overtime with about two minutes left over Milwaukee because Milwaukee has melted down two games in a row. They're up, I want to say, what was it, 11 points in the fourth quarter, and they just stopped scoring, and then they stopped calling timeouts, and Jimmy Butler just said, get out the way, I'll just take it from here. And then he basically did the same thing uh, tonight in game five on the road in Milwaukee. So shout out to Jimmy Butler, he's no, doing his thing. Milwaukee thought that they won the game because they were leading and there was time left. And yep. they left the best defender on their team, not guarding the best offensive player on the other team. And, of course, when, and Milwaukee was up two points. So, of course, you're going to run a play at the basket because there's less than three seconds on the clock. And somehow, some way, they allowed Jimmy, Jimmy Butler to get a layup at the rim. So, if Milwaukee loses. I'm so, I'm so annoyed with Milwaukee, right? Just play defense. They're letting so Cody Zeller get dunks. They're down. Now they're down seven. In overtime, like you said, I'm just I'm over this team. I'm over their two meltdowns in a row. You can't be the one seed at home trailing three one, and then you just completely crap your pants. Uh, Forty eight hours later, going from Miami back to the house, you you can't. You, this is just unacceptable. But anyways, we'll we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Jason, what are your thoughts on the Lakers um, going down? What are they down three two right now? Right. No, the no. Lakers are up 3-2. Lakers are up. You're right. Lakers are up 3-2 yeah. because LeBron James put on his cape. But I told you guys the other night, I said, LeBron did a lot, man. That's a lot of heavy lifting for an old man. That's a that's a tall task for him to do that and then fly across the country 48 hours later, get those legs back up and running, and do it again. I, just, I knew he didn't have it with him. And I knew Memphis. if AD didn't go for 50 – the Lakers weren't going to beat Memphis at the yeah, house, at the grindhouse. The Memphis is the best home <laughs> team in the league, and the Lakers already stole a game in Memphis. And the Lakers had a close one, right? They had to go to overtime. Um, the Lakers had some bonehead plays in that game with some crazy turnovers. But it looked like, I mean, Anthony Davis came out and he did what he did. He had a bad game, so then he had a, a remarkably good game. But LeBron... Was it's so uncharacteristic? It looked like if I would have told you, if I would have played you the first game two days ago, and then played right. you this game, and said they waited an hour and then played this game, it looked like LeBron was like on the 66th minute in the first quarter, <laughs> and they like tipped it up. He, his routine yeah. stuff that he normally does, just dribbling, his footwork, but he was fumbling the ball away. He just looked fatigued. Uh, he was one for nine from the three point line at one point, and there were just short shots all over the place. He couldn't make layups. Um, and even still, the Lakers tried to make a push, but again, that 17-point lead in the first quarter, it was too big of a hole for them to come back to. Um, even though they, they, they were – They closed the gap in the third, and then they got their doors blown off, and it was over. And three minutes apart. 
But like you said, to your point with LeBron, as good as he is, he's the all-time leading scorer. He's 1A, 1B, depending on who you ask in terms of NBA greats. Father Time is undefeated. He's had, He has so many miles on those legs. I knew it was going to be hell to ask him to give you max effort again. He's just older. I mean, he told he told some people. Well, he told some people. He told us on the shop a few a few weeks ago. You know, now that he's getting older, he wakes up at times and he's just like he feels real sore and tired, and his bones start to hurt. And that's just that's just a sign of the time because he's played basketball for so many years. I think his his body can only give you so much. And I think Darvin Ham saw that the coach of the Lakers and pulled LeBron and decided we'll we'll. This is a lot to ask of him to, you know, to bring us over the top in this game. So we're just going to try to try to wrap this thing up and then we'll bring it back to the house. But I will say if the Lakers lose in L.A., they got no shot in game seven in the grindhouse. No, they will, because. Oh, you think uh, so? Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis had a really good game this game. So he's going to be so bad, bad in LA, game. but he's going to be good again in game seven because that's <laughs> that's how, how he rolls. Um, Wouldn't it be no. amazing if he could string two good games together? The series would already be over if that were the case. <laughs> that, that's essentially it, right? Um, they lost game two because he had a, a bad game, and uh, or game five. I'm, I'm losing count. Today it's it's up and down. So it's up four, and down. Yeah. But uh, again, we're keeping track of these games as we're talking to you guys. So right now. The Kings are down five with two minutes and 44 seconds left in the fourth. Now, the Kings and the Warriors series, that's been a pretty evenly matched series. Uh, shout out to De'Aaron Fox, who's playing with a broken finger. He said, I don't care. I'm just going to play. He wrapped it up. He's, uh, he's, oh, I chipped a bone in his finger. It, like, uh, that has to be incredibly you, painful, but he has full function. Yeah, but it's still and a he's chipped giving, bone. He has like 30 points. It is <laughs> exactly. a chipped bone. Yeah. Have you ever chipped a bone in your finger and played basketball the next day? Not in a long time. I, I mean, not since ever. But <laughs> exactly. The thing is, when you break bones, chip bones, fracture bones, it's like sensitive to the touch. So my biggest thing I was telling my dad, he's like, "They're done." I said, "I don't know if they're done." Oh, Miami won. The Miami Heat have just upset the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks on their home court, shocking the world. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. And I want to say this on record. I, I doubted Jimmy Butler for a really long time. But, you know, I heard Colin say this. Jimmy Butler this is, is what? Is you take what? a lot of grief for your doubt of Jimmy Butler. Let me say this. <laughs> your what opinion Kawhi of Jimmy Butler be. is not invalid. Your your opinion of Jimmy, Jimmy Butler has consistently be, been that you never know what you're going to get. Are you going to get 56 points a game, Jimmy Butler? Or 15. In the or 15. That has been true. Just because he dropped 56 and 40, 2 or 45, whatever he has in this game, <laughs> exactly. doesn't mean that he might not give you 17, right? Your best predictor of future performance is past performance. And his past right. performance is that he's been inconsistent. But he has yep. been going to hammer time in this series, giving them all the action. And, 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 and we should we should we'd be remiss not to say that Giannis, in the first game, had a severe back injury with a bruised right. tailbone. And he so he missed, missed a couple of games. Yeah, I think he missed, missed basically game, two games in three quarters. Yeah, he missed he basically the end of game, game one. one. Yeah, and then he he didn't play game two. Did he play game three? I don't I don't believe he played he didn't game play three. Game did three he? either because they right. won game two and they were like, okay, we're gonna rest him more. But he had, right. he was coming back. He was getting treatment during the game, um, and he had a triple double in the previous game. 
I didn't even right. look at the box score tonight because the game was just so entertaining. But yeah. um but, but you just can't lose. Well, but he hadn't been that dominant, and you could tell. Right. Um, he was a little ginger because every time he falls, yeah. it took him a little longer to get up than normal. Uh, but I will say Jimmy Butler is a bad man. I heard Colin say the other day that Jimmy Butler is what Kawhi is supposed to be currently in the playoffs. He kind of plays possum. He drives a little bit below the speed limit on the 405 during the season. But when the playoffs start, he ramps it up. Jimmy is playoff Jimmy. I'm, I think I'm going to put that on a T-shirt, underdog. Playoff Jimmy. Because when the playoffs come, Jimmy starts to play out of his mind. And he said himself in the in the press conference, this is what Miami brought me here to do to play out of my mind and play above my head in the playoffs. And he's doing exactly that. So now the Miami Heat are going to play the New York Knicks. And I think the Miami Heat have a shot. So if they beat the Knicks, now they're in the Eastern Conference Finals and they might be in the finals in three weeks from now. So shout out to the Miami Heat. Shout out to Eric Spolstra. Shout out to the entire crew in Miami because nobody really gave them a shot. They were, I believe they were in the play-in. That's how they got to the eighth seed. And they lost their first game in the play-in. They lost their first game in the play-in against, I believe it was it was at Chicago or was it uh, at the house? They lost, I think I they lost. I don't Chicago. remember if they lost at home or not. They played they Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. But they, however they got there, they got there. And they lost and they said, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna beat we're gonna beat the number one seed. We're gonna shock the world. Like you said, they had some help with the, with an injury to Giannis, and they also had a meltdown, courtesy of um, Mike Budenholzer. I say he melted down yeah. because he let the lead completely evaporate like water on the oh, ground and, and in the, Phoenix they, in the summertime. The, they got the ball back with one second or point nine seconds to go in the fourth quarter in a tied game and a timeout, and they inbounded it to Giannis ninety five feet from the basket. <laughs> Instead of calling time out, advancing and drawing a play, um, that and was then, just a, and, a lapse. And they also let Jimmy Butler get the ball one foot from the rim down two out of a timeout with, with Giannis on the other side of the court, and Brooke <laughs> Lopez not in the key. Like it was just and, all bad. <laughs> and this is the game after they melted down against Miami late in the fourth, where they had like an eleven point lead, didn't call a timeout, and Jimmy Butler just completely went ape crap and just took over. So I yeah. will say. So, oh, by the way, in this game, they won. My Jimmy Butler had a Jimmy Butler monster game. He but, went to work. Uh, the difference in this game was an unexpected uh, performance from Kevin Love. It was five for eleven from three with twelve rebounds. Um, he was a monster in this game. Um, shades of an older Kevin Love, right? As your third Absolutely. best op- as your third option, giving you and those he, kind of numbers. And they got him in great. the buyout market, which is crazy because uh, Cleveland basically said we don't have any use for him. But lo and behold, Cleveland's <laughs> sure, at the house. They wish they, they wish they had him over the last two weeks. <laughs> exactly. Cleveland is at the house and love is marching on. So shout out to the love doctor for staying alive, staying alive. Yeah. But, you know who else uh, who didn't ahead. stay alive was the Cleveland Cavaliers who took that loss to uh, New York yesterday. Meanwhile, uh, New York lost Julius Randle. So, uh, they did. He sprained his ankle again. He sprained again. his ankle in that game early. But um, they just still had too much uh, Jalen Brunson uh, for the uh, Cleveland to do anything about it. Um, I'm sure the Knicks were rooting. That they'll be healthy in the next series. The Knicks were probably rooting for the Bucks tonight for this to go seven so they could have more games for rehab. um, More games so Julius Randle can have time to uh, 
rehabilitate his ankle and rest and so on and so forth. So this is the worst thing that could have happened to them was the heat, uh, basically winning on the road. But yeah, especially uh, since, uh, New York coach only likes to play six players anyway. Well, no, didn't we say we, he, we, we've done the research and actually he's not playing people into the dirt like he used to. And I think that's another reason why he gave Derrick Rose that contract and doesn't require him to play anymore. He just says, Hey, you know, I kind of ran you into the dirt in Chicago. So come on over to Chicago. I mean, come on over to New York. I got you. I'm going to give you a bunch of millions of dollars and you could just hang out in New York for the next couple of years. It's on the house, but let's pivot to the Milwaukee, not the Milwaukee bucks, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards was cited uh, for third degree assault after he, after they lost other night. I guess he was upset. And this is alleged. They said he allegedly swung a chair that struck two female employees following the game's series ending loss. So Anthony Edwards, I know you're young. I know you're passionate. I know you hate to lose, but you can't swing a folding chair and hit employees uh, after a game. You just got to take it on the chin. You're young. Learn from your mistakes, but you can't react to that after a loss and just compound one mistake with another one. And by the way, he played great in that game. He was amazing. um, but that action there, as terrible as it is, I hope that I, I, I read that there weren't serious injuries, and uh, and I hope that and no one seriously hurt. Um, but that type of immaturity and lack of self control is kind of the who they the are personality of the Timberwolves. <laughs> exactly, you never <laughs> know what you're gonna they get. Were, they were, yeah, it's why they were in the play in, and um, and why they um, they got beat so thoroughly by the nuggets absolutely so now jason if you i know you're not a betting man but if you were a betting man would you be betting on the lakers in game six in la or would you be betting on the um the memphis grizzlies that they're gonna betting on the lakers actually because you would okay uh, because everyone played well except lebron which is a rarity and i would Mm -hmm. say Anthony Davis understands if you lose this game, you're getting eliminated. So I so I would expect to see the same Anthony Davis that that played tonight. I say tonight, it was like four in the afternoon here in Los Angeles. <laughs> exactly. In the Los Angeles, the sun game. was but, shining. Um, yeah, in, in the next game, I expect a similar AD and a LeBron that looks closer to the LeBron we're, we're used to expecting, and that'll be the difference in the game playing at home. I agree. And again, you guys are currently listening to J&J Radio. I'm Jonathan Harper, along with Jason Givens. We are the fastest growing sports podcast on the web, and you can find us on all your major platforms. But again, we're coming down to the wire. And oh, do you think... Oh, so there's an oh, update. Hold, hold on, I got an update. Here's, there's uh, an update. Uh, we'll Golden, be Golden State. Bam, 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 update, update. <laughs> they found a way to win a game on the road, 123 to 116 against the Kings. Um, wow! Probably does it for the Kings this season. Um, I don't see them winning two out of uh, two out of the remaining games in their series uh, against the Golden actually, State Warriors, the defending champs. Yeah, yeah, they they're not going to beat them both times. They're not going to beat them no. in Golden State and then turn around and beat them again. And it's just not it's not a good outlook. Um, yeah, shout out to, to the Warriors the for getting the game on the road. Absolutely. They're 11 and 30 on the road. That means they're not good on the road. And the Kings were 23 and 18 on the home at home. So they were good, but uh, the Kings were good at shout home out and to... on the road. They had, they, they yeah. had some tough games. It was those games in 
I went on his games in North. The, the, the games were like, what is like 45 minutes away from each other. It was exactly. almost like all home games for both teams. Right. So if bus the Warriors ride. were going to exactly. win on the road, it would be a bus ride. Um, it basically, it's as far as the Lakers travel to play the Clippers. Is essentially what exactly. we have here. A, a subway series between these exactly. two teams. And I will say, um, I don't want to say shout out because I say shout out all the time. So let's tip the tip our hats, tip our caps to the uh, the light the beam because light the beam is a really cool slogan that the kings have coined. So shout out to the light the beams in Sacramento. But it doesn't look like the beam is going to be lit anymore this year because I think your season's yeah. probably going to end. If you guys don't know end. about the beam, <laughs> so if you guys don't know about the beam, uh, the arena in, in uh, Sacramento uh, where they had one of the best home records in the league. They have lasers on the top of their stadium, right? Like a big spotlight, a, like, like a, a ceremony when they win. Yeah, it's like a beam shine that shines into the sky. Um, Imagine like a Batman, like a bat symbol, like, yeah. like a Batman a sign. Yeah, like beam, a bat- lasers, <laughs> exactly. lasers, lasers shining into the sky. And when they win, um, they have a little ceremony at the end of the game, and someone gets to hit the button that turns the beam on. So if you're driving around. In the Sacramento area, you see the big purple light in the sky. That you know that the Sacramento Kings won. It's a uh, it's very fun. It's a way to get the <laughs> the players engaged after the game with the fans. And uh, I, I know cool. my brother in law lives in Sacramento, uh, and we've been reading a lot and seeing a lot of uh, stories about it on television. And it is a really cool way to kind of connect with the fans uh, out in Sacramento with a young and up and coming team. Absolutely, and shout out to uh, Kevin Johnson for doing as much as he can to keep that team in Sacramento because they were apparently they were on their way out of town, but he did as much as he could because you know he he's he's played in the NBA for years, and I believe he was the mayor of Sacramento. Is that correct, Jason? Or uh, he he had some sort of city office, and he fought as hard as he could to keep that team in Sacramento. So shout out, and also. Uh, much respect to Mike Brown for winning unanimous coach of the year. I believe that's the first time in the history of the NBA one coach has won unanimous coach of the year. And a uh, fun fact, he was on the Warriors coaching staff last year. So I'm sure he knows all the ins and outs against the Warriors. And the Warriors coaching staff probably knows all the weaknesses of what Mike Brown is running because basically it's similar system. So it's a, it's a really good matchup. Yeah. It's, it's fun <laughs> for the fans. Go ahead. The fact of the matter is, you didn't like Mike Brown is a is a defensive coach. He has a younger team. Younger teams generally aren't as good defensively. But um, if they're going to let four players all score twenty plus points, um, they're not going to have a good shot at winning the next game. They're going to have to <laughs> slow down one of them. But they can't Somebody. let Draymond Green shoot eighty percent and get twenty points, or or, or Wiggins, Steph, and Clay Thompson all to shoot better than thirty percent together. Um, it's a losing proposition. That's not a rep- um, yeah. That's not a recipe for Curry success. Was two for ten from three, and he still shot twelve for twenty five from the field. Uh, if I do some quick math, it means it was ten for fifteen from the field. Shot seventy five percent or sixty six percent. That is, um, they they just did not play enough defense. Um, I agree, but I feel like this is this is the growing pains of a, of a young up and coming team. If you guys remember yeah. when the Oklahoma City Thunder were coming of age. Remember that one press conference they lost to the Lakers and Kobe and Powell? And Kobe was like, that team is they're, – they, they're building something special over there. So shout out to the Kings. I don't, I don't think this is your year, but I think like the next year and the year after that is going to be when the Kings are really going to come into their own and so really start to make is, some noise. This is true of the NBA. And, you know, uh, one of the greatest sports writers ever, Michael Wilbon, he likes to say <laughs> – 
that in the NBA, you need uh, to have your heart broken before you have success, with the exception of like three people, uh, Magic Johnson, who had the benefit as a rookie of having Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on his team. <laughs> and then uh, Tim uh, Duncan. Tim Duncan, who had, who had that uh, short season, the, with a weird season his rookie year. Exactly. And he had David games, Robinson. The whole yeah. season, yeah, with David Robinson. And then um, Bill Russell. Right. right. Everyone else had, had to have You generally got to take your lumps. Yeah. Yeah, in the playoffs. Michael Jordan did. LeBron did. Uh, Kobe, you remember, we remember the air balls. You know, his first yep. few seasons, Shaq. Um, lost in the playoffs several years um, before he came to LA and, and they had success. Like it's very rare that a young team comes together and and goes all the way. Um, yeah, you got to take so your I'm lumps and then you have there. to. It's, I guess you. I guess you would say and you have to talking, take your lumps. We're giving the then... eulogy of the Kings. They still got. Uh, they still have two games. <laughs> They're to not win. dead they, yet. They, yeah. yeah, they still have chances to win. The, yeah. the odds just don't look great. They, they the. Momentum seems to have shifted away from them. Exactly. And to your point, they're on the right track. They have a young up-and-coming team. They have a young up-and-coming superstar in De'Aaron Fox. He's polished. I like the way he speaks to the media. He doesn't seem to be rattled. And if you notice, teams take on the complexion of their coach in terms of the demeanor. Mike Brown generally sits there. He's not all rah-rah, up and down. So that's why his team is pretty steady. When it comes to you know certain things, the, they, the ebbs and flows of the game. So shout out to Mike Brown for just chopping wood because he's been a head coach a few different stops. It hasn't always been pretty, but shout out to Mike Brown for just chopping wood, doing the work, trusting his process, and just uh, as just trying to make the team as as good as they possibly can. And shout out for him for trusting in his young coaching staff and his young players. He said he, he trusted in his team. He trusted his players and he knew that he could do something special with this group. And they asked him, are you going to change anything from the last game to this game? And he said, no, I'm going to play exactly the way that we're going to play. So it didn't, it came up a little short tonight. <laughs> so, so, but I mean, it I is what it is. Per, 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 potentially. I have not perpetually been a fan of Mike Brown over the course of his head coaching career. Well, I but think he's also that I was saying playing he was the world the champions early this season. I, yeah, you know, yeah I, I, they're the defending champs, and and I've been I, I've been saying since probably January February he's probably going to get coach of the year, and I believe that he yeah. deserved it. But this is the flaw that Mike Brown has always had. Are you going to do anything different? No, and the but he can't coaches, draft anybody. Adjust. He's like, you can trade. Well, but you got to adjust your game plan, right? You make adjustments. This is why Steve Kerr. Uh, is great. Why Phil Jackson was great. Great Popovich. They would come out in the third quarter and kill you because they made adjustments at halftime. And Mike Brown comes out in the third quarter and tries to reassert the game plan that he made up two weeks ago. And that has always been his flaw as a head coach is that he needs to be able more flexible and be able to adjust mid game to take advantage or or tweak things. And if he is continuing, I didn't hear him say that or else I would already went off at the beginning of the show about Mike Brown and his <laughs> unwillingness and inability to be flexible and adjust. If you lose a game and they say, are you going to do anything different? You should say at the very least, I'll have to watch the tape and see what we can improve on. Right. But just this well, I don't... idea that I don't ever need to adjust. Um, and I'm saying that because that's been his whole career. I lamented it when he was the coach of the Lakers um, or when he got swept from uh, the finals in Cleveland uh, is are you not watching the game and making adjustments at halftime? Like, what are you doing different? Are you going in there and telling your team the same game plan you gave them before the game started? Let's that's not let's, the way to success. 
let's uh let's see what he does coming back to the Chase Center in uh San Francisco. I have faith in my brother. I have faith that he's gonna make the adjustments. You make gave the changes. The, the team's eulogy seven minutes ago. <laughs> I know, but I feel like I have to have his back at this point. Cause you dumped it on. So I feel I feel like I have to have his back because you dumped it on. You're you're calling all the way back to Kobe days when the Lakers fired him after like 10 minutes and a, a cup of coffee in because LA. Because like, everyone knows you can't coach that way. Oh my goodness. Mike Brown, I hope you beat the Warriors. I, I wanted the I want the Kings to win against the Warriors. I didn't expect them to win the championship, but I was hoping they won the series because they had home court uh, and the Warriors can't win on the road. But if your philosophy is I don't need to change, then you don't have a chance. So prove well, me wrong, Mike Brown. Yes, prove we'll see. I got me wrong. I got faith in you, Mike. I don't know about if my co-host does, but, but I. Got- I got faith in you, Mike. But again, thanks for listening to J&J Radio. Again, I'm Jonathan Harper along with Jason Gibbons. We're the fastest growing sports podcast on the web. We really appreciate you guys tuning in to us as we're streaming. And we promise that we will make adjustments as needed to be better. <laughs> exactly. We're always looking to make adjustments <laughs> and, and try, to be the, try to be the best team that we can in terms of uh, podcasting and, and so on and so forth. So again, thanks for listening to J&J Radio. You guys can Find us anywhere in the podcast world. If you want to email us, email the guys at JNJ Radio. And you can also check us out at jnjradio.com. Did you want to add anything else, Jay, before we leave? No, just uh, everybody. Um, if you see LeBron James somewhere in the city uh, or on his way back at the airport, make sure you give him some ice packs, some Tylenol, <laughs> get the inflammation down. We need him full strength in the next game. Absolutely. LeBron James. Oh, and, uh, Tell Dylan Brooks to stop poking the bear. It'll make your life a lot easier. (laughs) Until next Ah! time. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy.